This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Produce frustration with budget proposals. Pork dispute gets negotiators' focus. And U.S. won't back down on WTO. Purdue, expect big cuts in Trump budget. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue expects the White House to once again propose deep cuts in the USDA's budget. And Purdue is expressing his frustration with that. Purdue won't say how deep the proposed cuts will be, but he told reporters the budget will be conservative and that USDA did our best to advocate for farmers. Deputy Budget Director Russ Vaught wrote in an op-ed Monday that the overall fiscal 2020 budget due out next month will propose, quote, one of the largest spending reductions in history in non-defense spending. Purdue, a former governor, suggests that making budget proposals each year that are totally disregarded by congressional appropriators makes it harder to negotiate with lawmakers. Purdue said, it's like buying and selling a piece of land. A proposed price must be in a realistic negotiating range for people to take you seriously. Now keep in mind, Secretary Purdue publicly is a loyal soldier in the Trump administration, as certainly they come, but he clearly is distancing himself from this budget even before it gets to Congress. U.S. and China talks delved into pork trade details. It wasn't all just about protecting intellectual property and soybean purchases. Secretary Purdue says U.S. and Chinese negotiators uh, waded into the nitty-gritty details of some of China's trade barriers, like the ban on the growth promoter rectopamine that limits U.S. pork exports. Purdue didn't say whether China agreed to take down any of the ag trade barriers, but he did express, quote, cautious optimism that the U.S. will be able to secure new access for U.S. poultry, beef, distillers, grains, ethanol, and more into China. Now, keep in mind, China agreed to another goodwill purchase of 10 million metric tons of soybeans last week during negotiations. But Purdue says he's focused on the long-term policy changes. He said the U.S. will not be bought off with purchases. U.S. refuses to budge on WTO appellate judges. The U.S. is again finding itself at odds with just about all of the other WTO countries, which are becoming increasingly frantic that new appellate judges need to be approved before all dispute resolution comes to a halt. Representatives of 19 countries all took to the floor at a WTO meeting yesterday to beseech the U.S. to stop blocking nominees, but the U.S. continued to dig in. There are now only three appellate judges in place at the WTO, and two of their terms will expire in December, leaving just one. There should be seven on the job at all times, but the U.S. has been blocking appointments. U.S. representatives say they will continue to block new judges unless major changes are made, such as forbidding the judges from reaching beyond set WTO rules and essentially creating new ones to resolve cases. China lowers support for wheat prices. For the second year in a row, China has lowered its government-subsidized floor price for corn, but it's not likely going to be nearly enough to satisfy corn farmers or the U.S. government, which is suing China and the WTO over the country's grain supports. 
China's new minimum support price, or MSP, for wheat has been lowered to $325 a metric ton as the country continues to try to bring prices closer to commercial market realities. That according to a new USDA analysis. Steve Mercer, a spokesman for the U.S. Wheat Associate, says that price translates to roughly 8.84 a bushel, and it still keeps Chinese prices artificially high, far above the level it has agreed to when it joined the WTO in 2001. Mercer said considering the cash offer for hard red winter wheat in Wichita, Kansas for May delivery is 434 a bushel, the new domestic support price in China is still bad. House Democrats put focus on EPA enforcement decline. House Democrats are cranking up their oversight of the Trump administration and one of the first agencies to come under scrutiny is EPA. A House Energy and Commerce subcommittee is holding a hearing today on the agency's enforcement record. EPA conducted fewer inspections in fiscal 18 and collected the lowest amount of civil fines in 25 years. That according to a new report from the Environmental Integrity Project. EIP's Executive Director Eric Schaefer is a former EPA enforcement official who will be testifying at the meeting. The lawmakers also will hear from Susan Bodine, EPA's Assistant Administrator for the Office of Enforcement and Compliance Assurance, who will defend the agency's enforcement record from criticism by subcommittee Democrats. EPA inspections and evaluations totaled 10,612 in fiscal 18, the lowest number in almost two decades, and only about 60% of the average annually since 2001, according to EIP. EPA sent 123 civil pollution violation cases to the Justice Department for prosecution in fiscal year 18. That number is up slightly from 2017, but down 42% from the average of 211 cases annually during the Obama administration and less than half of the 304 average during the George W. Bush administration. EPA faces 37 refinery waiver requests. EPA has received an additional 15 requests for small refinery exemption from the ethanol usage mandates, but the agency has yet to issue any waivers, according to the latest data. EPA has received a total of 37 requests for the waivers as of Friday. The number stood at 22 in December and 15 in November. The agency granted 29 hardship waivers for compliance year 2017, 20 in 2016, and 14 in 2015. Now keep in mind, granting the waivers could have caused problems for acting Administrator Andrew Wheeler's Senate confirmation. The Senate is expected to take up consideration of Wheeler's nomination for EPA Administrator as soon as this week. And finally, here's today's He Said It. Right now, it seems to be totally disregarded, and I think it would be better that we got back to a negotiation. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue referring to President Donald Trump's annual budget proposals. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 26th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.